Boom, what is up? Welcome back to Thursday's episode of the FPL Draft Duo podcast with myself, Nosy, and my co-host, Jaxie. As we described in our Tuesday's episode, our schedule for the foreseeing, foreseeable future is Tuesday. We are going to do a breakdown of all teams. So if you haven't listened to that, go back. It will give you a fantastic understanding as to why we pick these players. It will also give you a good understanding on possible teams in rotation. So if you're looking at a particular player or a particular team, it will give you great insight into who could play and who might be the best picks for that. We will be doing a follow-up podcast on a Friday updating on any injuries or possible players that played in midweek games so that well that might give us a better insight into who plays at the weekend a lot of midweek games with cup and europe over the next coming game week so very important to see who plays there that will help you make your decisions for the weekend as usual we break it down into percentage availability in draft leagues so all these statistics are got from draft fc as usual and we break them down into availability of 0 to 10%, 10 to 25, 25 to 50, 50 to 75, and then some punts that are probably available in most draft leagues. Obviously, the size of a draft league will dictate whether they're available or not. So probably more available in the smaller leagues in like 8 to 10, but you'll have better options and vice versa in 14 man 14 manager leagues you're going to have less available options so some of the 50 plus percentage availability are better options for your team if we start on the smallest percentage availability we have five players here so gordon is at five percent ownership availability played very very well for newcastle and banged a goal and assist the only issue with gordon is that there is massive rotation in that newcastle side but Again, great player to have in the long term and will have good trade value in the future with Newcastle's great fixtures. And Harvey Barnes out injured as well. That will give Gordon more of a chance to get more minutes. Definitely. He's at 5%. If we increase the availability to 8%, Van de Ven, we've mentioned him a couple of times, but he's still available on a couple of waivers. I know Spurs have a difficult fixture this week, but after that they have a couple of nice fixtures. So another great player that you could have for the long term and if you get him in possibility of a trade over the line if you're not happy with him or you want to move him on in the future again increasing to 10 percent availability we have two options here Varane for united we said in our tuesday episode that there's some very good fixtures coming up for united Varane will probably come back into that team especially with some united injuries and if you want him for them good fixtures and play the fixtures Varane will be a good shout probably my personal favorite for the one week is Zuma. Uh, West Hammer playing Sheffield and we talked in detail about Ward Prowse's ability to whip a ball, especially with West Ham's big physical side. Zuma is a fantastic header of the ball, so he is a great option for this week. I'll be personally putting him down as well. The last player is Nketia. Now I know he's drafted in a lot of leagues, most leagues, but he's probably worth a start this week. So even if you have him, the option is to start him because of Arsenal's injury, Trossard, Martinelli, Inketi is probably worth to start up top and if I told you that there's an Arsenal player that would probably start up top this weekend that's always a good player to have in your team. Moving on to the 10-25% availability we have Dallow who's 22% available similar to Varane got a clean sheet at the weekend and with all of Manchester United injuries at the moment between Regulon, Wamba it looks like Dallow now is nailed for United. DCL is back, came on, played 
25 minutes at the weekend. He's 22% available. Now, Beto is, has been playing recently and playing very well up front with the Kure. But DCL, from previous years, we know when he does play, he is very dangerous. Next up is Trafford. 22% availability. He has a double game week coming up as well. Now, we know in, in the draft... I've lost last last week by three points before that in previous years lost by less two points. A double game week for a goalie can be crucial. You you can get eight points, which is massive from a goalkeeper. So Trafford is one to take a look at. And I know they're playing Newcastle, but again, if you think that Newcastle hopefully won't beat them by eight goals to nil, Trafford might rack up a couple of saves. And although some of the other defenders for Burnley might get a 1 or a 0 even Trafford might come away with a 2 or a 3 which could be very good going into that Luton fixture Next then is Jensen for Brentford 17% availability banged at the weekend has some tidy fixtures coming up as well Forest, United, Burnley and Chelsea on free kicks as well so he's hit 2 free kicks, scored 1 who Jensen a nailed player, plays 90 minutes on free kicks, good fixtures. If you can get him in, he is available in seventeen percent availability. Twenty-five to fifty percent availability. We have a couple of players in here. Amduni, which we talked about on our Tuesday podcast, is available in twenty-eight percent of leagues. Amduni with a double game week as well, starting up top for Burnley, especially with Foster's red card. So it could be a shout for that double game week and for the foreseeable future with a couple of nice fixtures for Burnley. As we said, Newcastle probably not the best, but if you want it for Luton and then they have a couple of nice fixtures after that sprinkled in there, could be a great shout. Beto as well is available at 28% of leagues, as Jaxie just said, played very well for Everton. And looks like Sean Dyche will play them two up top. Either Beto, Decore, DCL and play that kind of Sean Dyche football. Knock it up, knock it down, try and win off break ball, uh, breaking ball. McNeil played well at driving the ball and getting it in. So Beto actually might be a decent option going forward with some nice Everton fixtures. Johnson as well, although he has a slight hamstring injury, we mentioned in Tuesday's episode that he could be slightly undervalued because he played on the left-hand side, which means that he's not fighting for a place with Kulisevsky, who seems nailed, and fighting with Solomon, who, again, should be a rotation player. Johnson gets in there and you have him in your team. He could be a great asset. Spurs are not in Europe. They are not in the cup, so they have a clean run of fixtures. Might be a nice time to get him in if he's on the waiver because people aren't looking towards him. Hold him for a week or two, and then hopefully he gets back in the Spurs size. Spurs side? <laughs> Spurs, Spurs side. <laughs> 50 to 75% availability now. We have Emerson, Soufal, and Aguard of West Ham. West Ham with a couple decent fixtures coming up. Sheffield at home. You'd be expecting a clean sheet there. They do have Newcastle, Villa, and then Everton. Now, Soufal, he has gotten attacking returns this year as well, and he's available 62% availability. So if you are looking for a West Ham defender who has, in recent games, got attacking returns, Soufal is available there. Two assists in the last two games, and they were like identical assists. Emerson also has been relatively attacking as well. He had a disallowed goal a couple of weeks ago. So both of them are good options. Aguirre probably third and, well, fourth on the list if you include Zuma. Zuma probably number one, maybe interchangeable with Soufal there. Next is Billing of Bournemouth. Played that little bit deeper at the weekend. 
but he did play well and was getting forward and has some relatively good fixtures not immediately with Arsenal next week but after that game they're playing Everton Wolves and then Burnley it's fair looking for a midfielder in those next couple of games Billing has and is available in most leagues also available in that 50 to 75 category is Gallagher we talked about Gallagher how he is probably one of the most nailed Chelsea players does play a small bit deeper but if you want to root into that Chelsea side who have two good fixtures in Fulham and Burnley Burnley then have a really tough run of fixtures but if you want Gallagher for a two week stint could be a nice little option probably get you a two pointer three pointer could come away with a return but a nice little nailed player that's that's always always good we talked about it how two three points they all add up if you're getting a player that it might be a rotation risk and get the one point that but that difference from a one to a three is actually very big in, in the draft and could be the winning and losing of a game especially with all the european games and all the cup games in the next week rotation is going to be a massive factor and with gallagher being nailed for chelsea he is a cert to get you some returns if we look at the punts so that's anyone that's 75 percent plus available we have actually a lot of names here, so yeah, you could we could rank them in order, but there's there's loads, and it depends on what you want. It depends on if you have a, a available spot in your midfield or your defence. If you want to attack that double game week, if you want to go for a, a big team with a good fixture, it all depends on what what your choices are and what how you play it as a manager. We have Nunez of City. City have a couple of injuries and suspensions in Rodri. Nunez played very well at the weekend, got an assist, and. Because City plays so high and they're kind of, as we said, camped around the opposition's box, even these defensive midfielders get relatively high on the pitch. If you look at their heat map versus like even a number 10 for a poor team, Nunez will probably have a higher percentage, you know, a heat map, a higher percentage yeah. touches on the pitch. Also played very well, as we said, and could be a nice little shout playing Wolves this week. They have a tough run of pictures after that, but if you want them for a one-week punt, some way into the City squad, if you look at City's availability on the waivers, they're so low. There's, there's so little players to pick from. Even the likes of Rico Lewis is picked up sometimes. Not now because they're fairly nailed in the defence, but they have the least amount of players available in any draft league. If we look at other players, probably not as good teams, but uh, have good fixtures. Decore, we talked about him at length and how he plays very well with Beto and McNeil on the wing. He's available in 85% of leagues. They have two good fixtures coming up as well in Luton and Bournemouth. Takori played very high up the pitch, got his goal, and is a in terms of FPL, he's a nice little ticker along with, with FPL returns and points throughout a season. I know he plays for Everton, but he's a very exciting player to own. He always gets in, in, in good positions and has chances. 85% probably going to be available in most leagues. If we look at players for United, we talked about the possibility of Lindelof playing centre-back. 85% available. Evans could be in with a shout for another start after a man-the-match performance and a couple of injuries at centre-back for United. He's 100% available. So two of them are nice ways into United's nice fixtures, Palace and Brentford and Sheffield. So although United don't look great at the back and there's going to be a lot of rotation, if you want to play the fixtures, there's two United defenders there. If we look at some of them double game weeks, Colioso of Burnley is available in 94% of leagues. Very attacking player for Burnley and looks like one of their best footballers. 
if you want to go for him for that double game week, Newcastle and um, he plays at Burnley, so Luton. Um, not a bad shout. We said that Burnley have some fi- good fixtures in the long term. They have a couple of nice ones in there. So maybe if he does well for you, you want to hold him. If you look at Luton, they have a couple of players that are very, very highly available. Kabore, 93%. Very attacking player for Luton and probably one of your top picks that are available. If you want to go for anyone in the back line, Bell is 95. Both of them are nailed as well. So again, if you just want to increase the volume fixtures you have, Luton have two nice ones. They have Everton away in the first of that double and then they have Burnley at home. Followed by Spurs at home. So again, probably benching for that. And then Forest, if you think that they might do well against Forest. Forest are a good side this season. So maybe just for that double game week, Everton and Burnley. You have a couple of options from Luton there. Other options back to Everton. We have... Young at 92%. On some set pieces, gets relatively far forward for Everton. They have some nice fixtures, as we said as well. And McNeil, 93% um, available. Played well at the weekend and probably could be in with a shout, especially with Jack Harrison not fit yet. So He did get an assist at the weekend as well. Yeah, so uh, they play Luton and Bournemouth, as we said. Two nice fixtures if you get a waiver off the waiver pile and you get them in for two fixtures and then dump them again not a bad shout so loads of punts there that are available this week that's probably one of the biggest sections although they're the highest available and probably the least likely to return there's some great assets in there this week onto the watch list section now so these are players are going to be monitoring over the next few games not necessarily game weeks because there's a lot of games for these teams in the next week so Villa, Kanza, Pau Torres and Jacob Ramsey. Kanza is available in 15% of leagues. Pau Torres is available in 25% and then Jacob Ramsey. The reason why I said monitor these is Villa are playing in Europe. They're playing in the Cup as well against Everton. So we'll be looking at these fixtures to see who's playing, how they get on and whether if they'll be playing then in the Premier League because their fixtures are Brighton, Wolves and West Ham. So depending on how to do in Europe will depend will dictate your decision to bring in these players. Yeah, so if you want to get them in relatively early, could be a shout, put them on the bench for Brighton and then maybe play them for Wolves, West Ham possibly bench, Luton, Forest. So watch list usually consists of players that you might want to even get in early. Although they mightn't have the best fixture this weekend, they're not like immediate waivers. You want them for one game week or maybe long term. These might be players you want to get in preemptively so that you have them in your team so you don't have to put them very high on the waiver. That's if your team is set. If they're not, if you if you need a player for this week, the waivers is probably where you're going to look at. Other players that are available is Bali. He's on our watch list because Forrest look okay this season. Probably not the best defensively, but he is available um, in majority of leagues and He has some good fixtures game week 8 and 9, Palace and Luton. So again, if you want to attack the bad teams like Luton, maybe Bali could be one to watch. Dunk was back playing for Brighton. I think there was talks of him being injured over the weekend. And again, 11, 10, 11, 12 and 13, Fulham, Everton, Sheffield and Forest. You'd like to be thinking Brighton will keep two, maybe three clean sheets in them games. So if you want to start him for all of them, get him in early because maybe someone put him on the waiver because of his injury. That could be a great shout. Or any other Brighton defender. Issues with them is that we said in Tuesday's episode. There is a crazy amount of rotation. So. I don't know. Maybe it might be D- 
difficult to predict who will play for Brighton, but Dunk is probably one of the most nailed when everyone is fit. If we look at Bournemouth, 8, 9, 10, they have Everton, Wolves and Burnley, so a nice little trio of fixtures there in a couple of game weeks' time. Highly available players are Tavernier and Clivert. Tavernier we talked about and he said uh, we said that he had a whip of a ball on dead balls. So if you want some avenue into Bournemouth for them three fixtures, Tavernier could be a great shout. Clivert played well over the weekend, only got through 63 minutes. So is a rotation risk, but if he continues to play well in game week 7 and looks a bit more nailed, could be a player in maybe a 14-man league that you could get in for three fixtures in a row. Next is Castagna of Fulham. Fulham play Chelsea next week. So Chelsea haven't scored in three games. As I mentioned in previous podcasts, Fulham have kept two clean sheets in a row. As well as that, Castagna last season had two goals and four assists. So he has the capacity to get attacking returns as well. And with that good fixture against Chelsea. And then after that, they play Sheffield as well. So the next two game weeks... Castagna could be a good punt for some clean sheet and potentially attacking returns. There is one more player we have down here. Now, he isn't part of our watch list. He's actually part of our waivers that we never said. So if you have watched this far or listened this far, this is a little cheeky extra waiver for you. Suchek is 80% available. He is a very good aerial threat. James Ward-Prowse on free kicks. He racked up some great numbers over the weekend. One shot on target, one shot off target, one big chance missed. I think it was 0.4 XGI. So Suchek could be another great waiver. As I said, 80% available and playing Sheffield. So if you want to rely on James Ward-Prowse putting a whip of a ball onto Suchek's head, that could be a great waiver and is probably highly probable. Yeah, it happened in Europe already. We watched the highlights of that game and we're like, that's that's exactly what we said at the start of the season. When Ward-Prowse, when he's on a, a corner, whips the ball in, all them West Ham players are more valuable. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's he's already returned in Europe. It's only a matter of time until he gets that glory goal, and especially against Sheffield in their next game. And their confidence will be low after the after the last week. So hopefully, um, West Ham can put a couple past Sheffield, and a couple of them waivers, attacking and defenders, can get on the score sheet. So that is a roundup of our waivers and watch list. Obviously, monitor these players and see how they get on during the week and whether they play in Europe and in the Cup the Cup this week mainly. That could influence and increase their probability of starting and some of these waivers that are 80-70% available could seem like great, great pickups this week. So as always, we hope that every one of these players returns. Inevitably, they're not going to, but hopefully you pick up some and they work out in your favour, either in the short term or the long term. If you ever pick up one of these waivers based on our suggestions and it works out, let us know. We love to hear it. And if they don't, you didn't hear from us. <laughs> okay, as always, thank you for listening. Draft Duo out. Boom! <laughs>